What's up, Rad Dads, and welcome back to Season 3, 2022. This is the Rad Dads Podcast, hosted by no other than the two raddest dads on the East Coast. I am Sal. And I am Rob. What's up, Rob? Happy 2022. Look at that live audience right there jumping in. They're loving us, loving us. What's going on, Sal? How, how have you been? How I have been very well, Robert, and yourself. Not too bad. I can't. I can't complain. We haven't recorded in. It's God, been like it's a month been, almost. Yeah, it's been a hot second, man. It's been uh, quite some long time, and we are doing this virtually. We're being responsible adults. Yes, because uh, my wife has the sniffles, and Rob was afraid. <laughs> doing what is right what is yes. the responsible she does not here? she does not have the rona the rony the uh, unicorn virus or the uh1 or the delta or uh, how many are there uh, there's the new the new name is flow what at home flow rider rona it's the flow rider it's the flow rider the rider strain and what is it? it's got 46 strains the the uh1 or u1h oh no, didn't i send you that article that there's a new like yeah, UH1 or something like that. Yeah, it's got four, forty-six strains. Europe, Africa. I forget where where they discovered it. France. Yeah. It was in France. Yeah, that's why I, I thought it was in, in France. So yes, so, we we are bringing in the new year, twenty twenty-two. We're saying goodbye to twenty twenty-one with the coronavirus, and we're saying hello to twenty twenty-two with the UH1. It's another form of the Rona, and it's going to be, I don't know. <laughs> That much more interesting. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you know uh, we have differing views on on the on the vaccine, but I think at some point this is going to become just the norm. Like it's not the new normal; it is the norm. So you're going to have to deal with it. You're going to have to go out. You're you know, it's uh, you know maybe maybe works you know primarily remote for a lot of people. Who knows? Like it's just. You know, to keep people safe and, and have people, you know, it's not just keeping I, people I don't safe. understand when you say keep people safe. What does that mean? Who are we keep them healthy, safe? keep them away from people being still, sick. People still get the COVID with the vaccine. Yes, they still get the, the, the COVID with the vaccine, but it's not as impactful. So people aren't dying from it. If you get, the, if you're vaccinated and you get, and you get the original strain of COVID, the, it is what, 90, 95% effective. There's still a 5% chance, right? God didn't make science for, for no reason, right? We have, we have vaccinations for a lot of things and, and most of us are not anti-vaxxers. We, we go by science. So we take those vaccines and give them to our children and I'm comfortable with it. But that. Look, don't, I am not against vaccines. If you want to vaccinate by all means. You do what's right for yourself and your family. I, I'm good with it. I just, it's not for me. So vaccines are not for you? That Minervini body is... Uh, is My body is my temple. Yeah, it's a temple, all right. <laughs> it's a temple of doom. <laughs> so not... <laughs> man, you threw me off. No, but you're, you're anti-vaccination or just anti-COVID vaccine? I'm anti-mandate. Don't tell me what I got to put in my body. Okay. If I want to get the vaccine and I think it's good for my family... I'll get it. I'm anti-mandate, and I don't trust the the corona vaccines, coronavirus vaccines. Why don't you trust it? Just because people... This is an honest conversation. Sal and I actually have never talked about this. No, we because haven't. I, we typically tiptoe around it because we know we have differing views. So we might as well do it on air. Why the hell not? Because people have died, 
from the vaccine shot, which they're not reporting. They don't know the long-term effects of, of the shot. So that's why I, I'm against it. What would it take for you to say, oh, we've taken mumps, rubella, whatever, like the kids now take chickenpox vaccines. And that's, that's a more recent vaccination, right? I don't know, 10 years. Maybe? How many years did that take to research and develop? I, I get it. Look, man, today's technology, you know, it, it, it can be, it, it so, can happen. It does, you don't need to do 30 years of research. So but. I was skeptical. I, I won't lie. I was skeptical at first. And, and we are recorded of being skeptical. I am. But I think my biggest thing was let a whole bunch of people get it before I get it. And once it proves it works, which it does, it decreases the chance of dying from COVID. Now, is it as effective as probably they wanted it to be? No, because it's mutated. And even like people who got it still got COVID. And I know people who have gotten the COVID vaccine plus the booster still got Omicron or got the flu. I think, I think it's, it's in some cases being interchanged. Um, but it still protects you to an extent. Now, I 100% agree. Long-term effects, no one really knows at this point. Um, and I don't think a lot of people will know for, you know, what, five years, 10 years. But the technology is, is far superior. And you know what I do? Like, there's so much bullshit in the news, to be honest, Sal, is you can't really take it. Like, we can do our own research. But at the end of the day, the person I turn to and the pe people we, t my family typically turn to is, is your medical professionals. And when I reach out to them and I say, hey, you're reading the medical journals, you know what this is coming out. And they tell me, hey, it's it's good for you. And now, listen, I know your, your counter may be, hey, listen, there's malpractices all the time, which is true. But those are the people we confide in for, you no, know. And I, I agree. My issue is you have the leading scientist of the country, right? And he is interpreting the data one way. You have reputable doctors that are looking supposedly looking at the same data and saying, hey, wait a minute, something ain't making sense here. But just because this guy is the lead scientist, you know, they're shitting on the other doctors, which, yeah, are, you know, which, are, which are coming out and saying, hey, you know, we, we can treat this, not necessarily with the vaccine. We're not against the vaccines, but there's other ways to do it. I think the other ways to do it would have ended up in a greater loss of life. Therapeutics? The mo monoclonal uh, therapeutics? Explain. I, I, I honestly don't know 100%. If you give me some time, you know, bring up the Google I guess my, I guess my point is, and I think the point of you know pretty much the world is, and a, and a large majority of the world is that the quickest way to nip this in the ass, like herd vaccination or herd, what was it, immunity? Yeah. Wouldn't have never worked. Like would never have worked if you well, think about it. Herd immunity, everybody get COVID and then everybody has the antibodies. Yeah, the problem is how many, what's the loss of life? What's that bill at the end of the day, right? So you, you could have come out of it, just just you. You could have come out of it six feet under. You know, it's it's a it's a pretty tall but, ask. But yeah, look, think about what you just said. You know, if you get COVID, you can either survive it, which the survival rate I think is like 98%, 99.01%, or you can die. Same thing with the COVID vaccine. You can take it and survive. I don't know what the survival rate is. I'm sure it's high. But you can be one of those people that actually die. Yeah, but so I think the, you're the risking, fatalities you're risking, were high. You're risking both ways. So the monoclonal antibodies is, a, is an antibody made by cloning a unique white blood cell, a subsequent antibody derived 
this way trace back to a unique parent cell. Uh, they can have uh, affinity binding only to same epitope. Yeah, um, this is all medical jargon to me. I don't know what that is. Yeah, but I mean that same thing as a vaccine, right? You're you're creating. No, it's an antibody. I think you're taking your white blood cells. You're taking your blood cells. I think. I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Yeah. I Wait. Mean, hold on. Let me put my doctor hat on. <laughs> doctor Minervini's in the house. But that, I, mean, I mean, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. No. And and. The death, any death is less than one, I mean, honestly, less than 1% for, for vaccinations. The vaccinations are safe. I don't want to say they're not. I think not taking the vaccination and, and rolling the dice on COVID is, I guess it also depends on your age range, right? Because under COVID, the original COVID was not impacting kids, right? Now the variants are definitely impacting kids. Yeah. Um, and not at a mortality rate, but at like getting sick. And, you know, there's been hospitalizations. The hospitalizations are higher with Omicron. Well, that's because um, everybody's freaking out and running to the hospital. Possibly. First and time I, of symptoms. Look, the media is not helping this one bit. Well, the media doesn't help anything. Political. No. I, like, it's it's a nightmare. And that's why I said, like, that's why, like, any statistics, statistics we're quoting could be completely wrong. Because it depends on your source. It's the same bullshit with politics. But that's why for this... I rely on my doctor and I'm like, Hey, listen, like there's a new vaccine. What are your thoughts? And you know, for, for us, he was like, listen, you should, you should get it. Now, are we in a, a group like an age group that uh, COVID could have impacted the mortality was more on the, on the senior side, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean we couldn't have, you know, we could or could not have survived. Like you had a very mild case. I know people who had really bad cases and I know people who had really bad cases from, from the vaccine. So you know, I, I think for, for me, I, I'll play, I'll uh, roll my dice with science at the, at the end of the day. But, I mean, dude, it's just like, it's, it, I'm not saying the, the, the COVID is just like the flu, but it's just like the flu. You're rolling the dice with the flu. You get the flu, you can have a really mild case, can have a really bad case, and you can die. So, yeah. some no, people I, get I the disagree. flu vaccine, some people get the flu shot, some people don't. But I feel like there's something more to this, right? Because the flu, because with COVID, especially like the original brand of COVID, like it spread like wildfire. Like there was definitely like something to it of that it was spreading and it was in the mortality rate was higher. But then when you went to this variant, this variant, you can't stop. Like it's just going like now the symptoms may be a lot less, but it just goes. Yep. Right. It's fucking touching everybody. Everyone's going to get it at some point. Like you see the graph, it's like this, this, and it's like shoots up. It's like a straight like incline. Now, or what's the mortality rate versus the infection rate? I have no idea. But, but I, are are we seeing the spike in the graph because now everybody is freaking out because their their child gets the sniffles and now they want to run and test them and now the tests are supposedly the 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 omicron. I mean, well, I think it's, I, I mean that's a fair point. It's so, cold and flu season. It's yeah, it's, but in this other is countries, the time everybody gets sick. Yeah, but in. If you test for it, you're, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's testing for those antibodies, right? In other countries, they actually send you a testing kit every day, seven, like for every day, every other day to get tested. So you don't go out and spread it. It's not about like, okay, you got it, but don't go out and now spread it because, you know, because you're, you're not doing the test or you're not, you know, keeping up with it. And that, that's the whole point, which I actually think is a really good method is, Here's test. 
you know, if you feel sick, test yourself. And if you're, if you're positive, then just stay home. So it'll stop the spread theoretically that way too, which, which, you know, is beneficial. I, I mean, we literally just took 15 minutes talking about this. I think no matter where your stance is, um, the one thing I do, you know, I'm on the fence with is I know you don't like the mandate, but you know, going to school, right. Going into elementary school and high school, we have to provide vaccine cards, right. When we were kids. When my, so, when my kids went to, I want to say Catholic school, maybe they had to show proof of the flu vaccine. Oh, that's interesting. I don't remember the flu vaccine. I know it was more mumps, rubella, whatever. I was yes, screwed up. Yes, whatever but, but, but again, there was years of research on those vaccines. So yeah. And I mean, the flu, the flu vaccine changes every year, I believe depending on the strain, right? Yes. Too. And it happens to change every time somebody gets the shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. the shot. Oh, by the way, the flu vaccine you just got is no good because this year is a different strain. Yeah. And to be honest, <laughs> I've gotten the, this may be one of the first years I didn't get the flu vaccine. And the reason I typically get is because we have kids. We're right. almost bound, like they're bound to bring something home. Like that's just my, like kids are disgusting, especially like in elementary school. I don't know if it gets any better in middle school. Probably not, but there's just, you know, there's just, so what, what's plans for uh, 22? Uh, 22? What do you mean? What are the plans? 2022. What are are your plans? What do you guys got? Vacation plans? What are you doing at the beginning of the year? 2022 is going to be the year. There's going to be a lot of changes. Lots of changes. For what? Everything. (laughs) Personal, professional? Uh, No, no. I mean, uh, uh, some side hustles I'm trying to get into, which you're aware of. Don't want to. I was like, damn, wait, which yeah, one might yeah, be no, left no. off of? <laughs> no, no, side hustles you're aware of. And uh, once once it's up and running, we'll, we'll, we'll do a, a show on that. Um, but I want this year to be better than last year. You know, I want to be a, a better person than I was last year. Who else said that? Spend I feel more, like I heard that before. Spend more time with, uh, with the family, you know, do more things. That's a good any any trips planned? Anything like you're looking to do? Uh, we're we're so last minute. We're not like okay, hey, let's look in June and let's book something. Uh, eventually, we do a summer trip to the beach. We do a beach trip, which will probably be I think in August. So, um, maybe something like President's Day weekend. But then soccer, you know, we got soccer. Once soccer starts, it gets a little challenging. What about you? You got anything planned? I think pending doom and gloom from COVID, we're probably going to go to the Bahamas nice. in the summer. And we do a ski weekend every year. So we're doing that. Um, and honestly, I'd like to do something else. But it's it's like, I do I want to get on a plane before the summer, to be honest. Where are so you going I, skiing? Uh, Stratton. So we're going up to Vermont. Nice. And then hope, if it snows this weekend, which is well, this will release on Sunday. Hopefully, we'll be at on one of the slopes in New York or New Jersey. Camp go. I went there three times last year. That was miserable. It, it's Crowd, not crowded. No, it's not bad for for people who are learning how to ski. But for someone who skied twenty five years, like it's it it's take, great for the take kids. The bunny hill. Uh, yeah, it's great for the kids. It's great for to teach them. But like for me, like going up and down the same hill is just not. It's it's too short. You board it, it or you takes ski? Me, ski. It takes me less than thirty seconds to get down the hill. It takes longer to get back up, which I is have, crazy. I haven't been in a long time. I'm afraid yeah. I might break something. 
I love it. I mean, I probably will at some point, but whatever. So Until how? How were how were your uh, Christmas and New Year festivities? Uh, you're well aware. Well, they were non-existent. We pretty much everyone I knew got COVID, so we stayed home. But I think it may introduce a new uh, a new tradition for us of staying home on Christmas, just because it was nice to not to have to rush the kids all around and let them play let them play with their their Christmas presents. It's nice. Oh yeah, what are your New Year's resolutions? Do you have any? Uh, I, I'm gonna try and keep the weight off. I'm gonna okay. after after our challenge. I uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna be honest with everybody. I ate like a gavon um, because it was the holidays. We freaking ended. When did we end? The the weekend after my uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. So how the hell am I gonna freaking not enjoy the holidays? Uh, you know, yeah. Thanksgiving. Oh, I, did, and then I added some back on too. I took it easy you know, between Thanksgiving and Christmas, but you know it's uh, it was the holiday, so now now I got to get back to watching what I eat. So Me that's too. that's that's I, about my you know my New Year's. Are you gonna go back on that yours? diet, or are you just gonna watch what you eat? Uh, kind of a little bit of both, a little bit of both. How about you? You got a New Year's resolution? No, fuck no. I mean, I, I'm gonna. <laughs> no. Look, ninety-seven percent of the uh, United States population. By January sixth, their New Year's resolutions are out the window. No, because there's there's two or three key things, right, for me that that I want to do, and I've been doing it. And what is I, I forget what the saying is like 180 days, and it's a it's a pattern or it's a habit. So I've been working out every day, almost five days a week, right, through Apple Fitness. I love it. Between HIIT, so HIT or yoga, um, I've been doing that. I think the the thing that you just touched on, eating healthier, which fuck i think everyone i know except one guy we recently interviewed could do that could could benefit from eating healthier so you know maybe it's not taking the you know eating pizza when the kids get pizza or like doing the, some of those things that i got just gotta kind of you know focus on for a little bit but that's not a new year's resolution that's just reality we're getting older we need, we need to yeah. pay a little bit more attention to what yep. we're eating and then the other thing is like your mental health you know meditation for me and yoga like i feel like that's very um, very important for me. And then this, this podcast, right? So I think, you know, we've been talking about it for a couple of weeks now. We've been spending a lot of time figuring out, brainstorming, figuring out, you know, do we, you know, how do we move this forward, what we're doing? But to me, giving back to the community, to the dad's community. I mean, we had a funny back and forth today on, on the group that it was just interesting you know, somebody wanted to know some more about bourbon and then you got the wise asses and then some people honestly giving feedback. And it, yep. it was, it was a good, uh, it was a good collaboration, a bunch of, a, from a bunch of guys. So I thought that was, that was good. And I would like to see that continue. Um, but I think th those are the important things and hopefully get a little bit more time in in our other endeavors and maybe spend some more time writing, but no, no new year's resolutions, just trying to build this up, make it a little bit more and, and, you know, keep going as we're going. Give back to those dads out there that, that keep us going. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it seems everyone we interview seems to think this is a fantastic idea. But I'm sure they say that on every podcast they get on. <laughs> so, listen, as long as people are listening and get benefiting from it and it's really providing some insight for them, then I think that's important. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, we keep getting those downloads, which is important, so which, which is good. Yeah, I haven't checked in a while, but yeah, I hope we're still getting downloads. I mean, we haven't uploaded anything, so. But first, and I think 
from there, we are going to do a tasting tonight. We are, but we have a dad lesson. Oh, what's our dad lesson, Sal? Our, oh my God, it's been so long. I, know. I forgot about the dad lesson. Our dad lesson is don't be afraid to use the word no. I like it. I like it. I'm surprised we haven't, we haven't if, talked about that before. If you do, if you don't say no, and it's yes every single time, your child is going to grow up to be an entitled little individual. Yeah, like like Rob. Yes, like Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to actually write it down because I'm going to fucking forget it, but I'll, I'll put it in our in our notes so we have it for next time. But that I like that. Don't forget to say no. Don't don't be afraid to say no too, right? That that's the other thing. Kids are gonna love you just because you said no. They're especially young kids. They're gonna turn the corner, and you know it's gonna be on to the next thing, Dad. But if you start out with saying no, I look within reason. If you say if you if your child from when your child's a baby, and it's yes to everything, and then you start saying no. I'm going to tell you right now, it's difficult because you have raised a child that you have given everything to. And now you see that this individual is turned into a monster because they get everything they want. And now you're trying to limit what they get. I'm going to tell you right now, it will be a challenge. You must start when they're young. If you ask my kids what's the number one word in this house, it's going to be no. We let our kids do what they want to do within reason. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. There is a news break. Sorry, Uh I need a news break button. Where is the news break button? I don't have one. No, you don't. But it is here. So I want to put on the record, who is the first person to give their kids phones Drum roll, please. Wait, I don't have a drum roll thing on this stupid thing. Here's the harp. There you the go. Harp. There you go. So that, that would be me. I couldn't believe. I literally, I can't even use the Minervinis anymore. I can't believe it. <laughs> Motherfucker broke. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, you have a, you have two older ones. So I was gonna give. Yeah, I was giving my older one when he graduated. So. So they all got one when they graduated uh, fifth grade. Uh, my youngest got one recently because my mother-in-law lives with us and she typically picks her up after school. And if I'm not work, if I'm, if I'm out in the field and my wife is on a call, we just need to have that communication with her that she's either walking with the group of friends that she walks with or we can tell her, hey, we're going to have someone pick you up. I'm surprised you didn't just tell her to use the gizmo. I'm actually really surprised. So my daughter lost it. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, the, we told the younger guy he gets that when the older guy gets the phone. I said, but you're not getting a phone. Like you're definitely not getting a phone. And my thing, and, and you guys probably know this because you have your older two have phones, but everything's gonna be locked down on that shit. Like there's yeah. going to be no downloading. Like, it's going to be just for phone and maybe a couple apps. Maybe I don't even want YouTube or TikTok. I don't want that shit on so there. So they don't have TikTok. They, they they look at YouTube. But they look at, like I was telling you before, we, we finished the Avengers. Now we're into Spider-Man. So they're watching spoilers for the new Spider-Man that's in the movie theater. I said, so why are you, why are you watching spoilers for? Yeah. See, my, my kids watch um, 
Unbreakable or some some YouTuber. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. Like I've watched it with them and it's entertaining. But I can't sit there for three hours and watch this idiot do the same stupid shit every time. Like, yeah. I don't know. They do five minute crafts. My kids aren't that that creative. Emily, I think I swear that's where Emily got her ability to braid hair, dude. She's she's wicked at braiding hair, like insane. I mean, I would offer, but I'm not exactly <laughs> sure. I got a little stuff. You got a, you got a little bit of a shine there, Rob. Yeah, <laughs> I got this freaking light lighting up my forehead. Which extends to the back of my neck, by the way. So, on to our favorite part of the episode. So, Sal, what are we tasting tonight? Oh, we are tasting a pretty popular um, whiskey. It is a staple in every restaurant. Tonight, we are tasting Old Number 7. Jack Daniels, Tennessee whiskey yeah man sour mash um i i I didn't you know what i didn't do a write-up on this i don't think you need to do a write-up on jack daniels i think everybody knows about jack daniels yeah if you don't give us a call we'll we'll give you some education so we're gonna do a live uh live tasting here as we always do where's the studio context right wait hold, hold on does the studio audience do they get some too yeah yeah see look see they want it they want it. So if you don't know anything about Jack Daniels, a little quick little bit on them. It's Lynchburg, Tennessee. It's 147 years old. It is the best-selling whiskey in the world produced in Lynchburg, Tennessee by Jack Daniels Distillery, which has been owned by the Brown Foreman Corporation since 1956. Jack Daniels' home county of Moore is actually a dry county, so the product's not available to purchase in the stores or restaurants within the county. Yeah. So it, it is one of the more popular, most popular in the U.S., um, very sought after. Uh, it is a staple. It is in, you know, the speed rack at most bars that I've ever been to. Yes, I'm going to have to agree with you. And that is a uh, pretty popular drink. Uh, Jack and Coke. Correct. And that's Coca-Cola. Not to be mistaken for anything else. So what do you think of it? What, what, are, we, what are we giving it here? Did you use the dry, the dry glass? I, I did not, but I'm so, going gonna, gonna to be honest. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time smelling anything because I got my fireplace going and I had smoke coming into the room here. So all I smell is my fireplace. It's smoky. The dry glass is smoky. I, I was going to say, I'm getting... With a wet glass, I'm getting a char char barrel, char barrel, and, and some caramel. I will tell you, I'm not a jack guy. This was actually a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to have to agree with you. So I don't drink Jack straight ever. I've never actually had it straight. I've never had it on the rocks. I actually brought a rock down just in case I needed a rock. Um, but I'll give my rating first. I would say price is three, right? I think the price is like. 30 bucks, 25 bucks. It's, yes. You can't beat the price. No, it's it's incredible. Cannot. I mean, this is just regular Jack Daniels number seven. So this isn't single barrel. This is the straight shit. I think taste is okay. and But it's at a $30 price point. So, you know, it's, it's what do you expect? You, if you're expecting Blood Oath or, or some of these other, you know, single barrel Four Roses, it's, that's not it. But I'll give it a, um, from a taste, I'll give it a one. And then from a smell, I actually like the smell. The smells uh, in the dry glass is not bad, so I'm going to give it a two. So I'm actually going to give it a six overall. I think it's 
It's not a bad. I think it is a shelf staple for me because of the price. I think that and and um, Buffalo Trace are probably the two cheaper bourbons that I would keep on on the shelf. A shelf staple, huh? First one of the year. First one of season three. Jack Daniels number seven, Tennessee whiskey, sour mash. Um, I, I I'm I like the smell too, the charred barrel and the caramel and and some cinnamon. Get a little hint of apples too. Nothing crazy. Uh, as far as taste, it, it, it doesn't punch you right in the face. It, it's not it's not too strong. It's not too you know it doesn't bite you. I actually got my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is a, a Jack guy, and uh, he always he always drank it with ice, or he mixed it with something. And uh, I got him to drink it neat. I am going to admit something. I think the hangover from Jack Daniels is pretty nasty. If I if my memory serves me correct. But what, but how are you drinking it? Straight. Oh. Yeah. I would say that anything anytime you're drinking something with like a sweetener. Or a lot of sugar, or oh yeah, that's definitely like it always guaranteed headache. Yeah. So taste, smell, and uh, you know, and pri- price. The prices can't beat the price. I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven on this. Yeah, I like it. I seven, like man. it. Just again, you know, price. You can't beat the price. Um, it's not. Uh, it's not a strong whiskey. It's, it's it's they make it with the sour mash and before I had a conversation with someone in the store about the sour mash um, uh, bourbons or whiskeys I, st- I never I, I stayed away from it only because of the sour mash I was like dude sour mash it's gotta taste like shit I'm not, I'm not spending you know 30, 40, 50 bucks on a bottle of, of sour shit but you know, the guy convinced me. I was pleasantly surprised, and this this is actually pretty good. So uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Nice, that's well done. I, I like it. Go out you know and grab yourself do. some Jack. You know what we should do is do a uh, sour mash comparison. Do Jack. You know, Mitchers has one. Jack. I'm sure yeah. there's others. Mitchers is good. So. So this is eighty proof. That's not bad. No, forty percent alcohol by volume. So, on the lighter side. Yeah. That's why there's no punch in the face. True. Yeah, and there's no burn. So. So it's that good. brings us to the end of our episode. So, Rob, you were a six, and I was a seven. Correct. First bourbon of 2022, Jack Daniels. Well, I want to say thank you to everybody. For joining us for another episode of the Rad Dads Podcast. And we have a loaded season three for all of you. Uh, stick around. We have we, we plan on bringing on some uh, professionals, doctors, uh, authors, same as we did last year. Um, so thank you very much. Keep listening. Keep sharing. Keep downloading. Um We'd love to hear from you guys on Instagram or Facebook. Hit us up on either Instagram or Facebook. Send us a message. Don't be afraid to comment on any of the uh, the posts our uh, our uh, social media guru does. Um, today's post, man. I, I put in <laughs> today's post was a trip. I put the word in masturbation and 
Wow. Talk about uh, blowing up. And it, it was nothing bad. It was, it was, it was basically talking about procrastination. Uh, I said, uh, procrastination is like masturbation. Feels good when you're doing it, but in the end, you're always feeling yourself. So, but yeah, keep liking, keep sharing, smash that follow and subscribe button. Um, thank you very much. And we will be back next week.